the thief comes not except to steal kill and destroy i have come that you might have and enjoy life life in abundance until it overflows discover how to live the abundant life in christ through the ministry of pastor ose yao afuakwa pastor afuakwa is the general overseer of faith house charismatic chapel international a thriving ministry in kumase ghana god has commissioned him to preach and teach the word of faith for people to know god better live life better and impact their world better get set for an empowerment that will enable you to live a life of all-round victory success and limitless prosperity god bless you as you listen i just want to share something brief with you praise god and i trust that it will bless your life god has been faithful every good thing you see here is because god has been doing it the bible said this is the doing of the lord and his marvelous in our eyes no human being has capacity to do anything nice. Whatever God does is marvelous and wonderful. That's why we've spent most of this time celebrating him. But I just want to say something that I believe can help you succeed and continue to enjoy success. How many of us want to succeed? You want to succeed? It's important you succeed because God wants you to succeed. Amen? Amen. But much more, God wants you to sustain success. Success that used to be is not success. Success that is enduring is success. And I want to share something that it was more like a warning God gave to Israel when they were coming out of the land of Egypt. I want us to read it. Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 7 to 20. Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 7 to 20. I'll read one, you read the other. I'll just share something brief and then we'll close. For the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land. Oh, you didn't hear that. God is bringing you into a good land. If that word is for you, shout a better amen. Amen. You may have seen some good land already, but God is still bringing you into a good land. He said, for the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land. Faith house, thank God for what he has done, but God is bringing us into a good land. Is bringing us into a greater and a better land. Amen. He says, for the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land. In that land, look at what happens. In that land is a land of brooks of water. A land of fountains and springs. A land that flows out of valleys and hills. Now look at verse 8. A land of wheat and barley and of vines and fig trees and pomegranates, a land of olive oil and honey. May you enjoy honey. Verse number nine. Let's read it together. One go. A land. May you eat without scarcity. A land where when you open a tin of milk, you will not be eating it for one week. And then when the children by accident pour more, <laughs> you don't give them knocks upon knocks. Praise God. He said, it's a land where you eat bread without scarcity. 
Somebody said, is it possible God is able to do exceedingly abundantly? If you can believe it, all things are possible for you. God is bringing you into that land this year. Beginning from this service, God is ushering someone into the land. He said, it's a land in which you will lack nothing. Shout an amen. amen. In this land, you won't lack a husband. Amen. In this land, you won't lack a child. Amen. In this land, you won't lack a job. Amen. In this land, you won't lack a jo- joy. Amen. In this land, you won't lack peace. Amen. Peace and tranquility shall be your daily experience. In this land, you won't lack a car. Amen. You won't sit in Trotsky and then smoke will be coming out again. Praise God. He said, it's a land whose stones are iron and out of whose hills you can dig copper. Verse 10. He says, when you have eaten, somebody say, when you have eaten. This land you eat and be full. I said you eat and be full. You will eat and be full. Your salary will be more than enough. You will have multiple streams of income. In the mighty name of Jesus. You won't eat and top up with water. You won't go for Gary and Bees and say, Where are a Jinsu? He says, When you have eaten and you are full, then you shall bless the Lord your God for the good land which He has given you. Amen. But this is where it starts from. One goal. Beware. Praise God. God's blessings always are enveloped in responsibilities. He said, I'm bringing you into a good land. It's not, God does not lack capacity to make you succeed. His major concern is what happens to you after you have experienced or tasted some success. If God can truly tell that when he makes you big, you will never take a portion of his glory. You have no idea where he can take you. A prayer for success may not be necessary. When God can prove that in your heart of heart, all the glory will come to him. He said, beware when you have eaten and you are full. Because most of the time when people are hungry, their tongue is different. Yes, say But Amazing. When an animal is uh, caught in a trap, it cries one cry. <laughs> but when it's released from the trap, it cries another cry. He said, beware you do not forget the Lord your God. By not, do you know that when people succeed, they forget a lot of things? Forget a lot of things. Forget a lot of things. Forget a lot of things. People experience success and they forget their wife who was with them when they were in the trenches. Some forget the people who first started with them. There are people in this church, I can never forget them. Yeah, I can never forget them. I can't. Dr. Opey, can I forget you? It's not possible. 
2008, when we started and we were praying in the school, he was one of them. He was a medical student. He used to come. Because when we were that many, not many people wanted to come there. Yeah. There are some of you, if you had been in the school, you would not be here. Yeah. Some of you are here today, you are very comfortable. But if you were in the school, he said, me, I'm sorry, I was coming there. And so for those who came into the school and are here, they deserve remembrance. Yeah. Praise God. If you are in the school, put your hands together for yourself. Listen, what I'm saying is that don't have a forgetful memory. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. Dangerous. Don't forget. One, you must not forget God. When you be, I've started preaching crap. Let me finish reading because the, the whole message is the book. He says, beware that you do not forget the Lord your God by keeping his commandment. And it starts with verse 12. Let's read it together. He said, lest when you are eating our food and are build beautiful houses and dwell in them. Can you see that as success? Success. Beautiful houses. You eat at the best of restaurants. <laughs> Look at verse 14. He says, when your heads and your flocks and your silver and your gold and all that you have is multiplied. May everything you have be multiplied. From this 10th anniversary onwards, may everything around you be multiplied. Welcome into your season of multiplication. Welcome into your season of multiplication. Welcome to your season of enlargement. Welcome to your season of lifting. May you experience uncommon liftings. In the mighty name of Jesus. Shout a louder, amen. Shout a louder, amen. He said, when all of these things are multiplied, so listen, when you begin to have a taste of success, that is the time you need to be very, very careful. Most people don't struggle. In fact, before you come to experience success, you pay a certain price. But it takes even a much greater, a higher price to sustain success. He said, when all of these are multiplied, your gold is multiplied, your silver is multiplied, your cars are multiplied, your houses are multiplied. He said, when your heart is lifted and you forget the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage, verse 17, who led you through that great and terrible wilderness? Turn to your neighbor and say, don't forget your wilderness. That's why in this church, nobody can stop us from dancing. Nobody is too big to intimidate us from dancing. Praise God. You see, the wilderness in which were fairy serpents and scorpions and testy land where there was no water. Who brought water for, for out, water for out of the flinty rock? Verse 16. Well, who fed you in the wilderness with manna, which your fathers did not know, that he might humble you, that he might test you to do you good in the end. Verse 17. He says, Then you say in your heart, My power. Somebody say, My power. My power. Oh, my might have gained me this wealth. Sure. You know, you, you have heard people talk like that. Yes, I brought as a company and you're starting or a year now. <laughs> people talk. 
When they are talking, they have forgotten. The moment you begin to talk like that, God is sitting and watching. He said, but you shall remember the Lord your God. For it is he who gives you power to get wealth. That he may establish his covenant with you, which is what your fathers, as it is this day. Verse 19. He says, then it shall be, if by enemies, may you not forget by enemies. Amen. I said, may you not forget by enemies. Amen. He said, if by enemies, because it's disastrous to forget. It's disastrous to what? It's disastrous to forget. He said, if by any means you forget the Lord your God and follow other gods and serve them and worship them, I will test I, I, I testify against you this day that you shall surely what? You shall not perish in Jesus' name. Amen. I said, you shall not perish in Jesus' name. Amen. As the nations which the Lord destroys before you, so you shall perish because you will not be obedient to the voice of the Lord. I'm exhorting you briefly on what I've captioned, when all you have is multiplied. Amen. Somebody say, when all I have is multiplied. When all you have. When all your dreams, when your house become enlarged, when all you have is multiplied, there are things that you need to observe. The moment all you have is multiplied, because God has capacity to multiply all you have. And I pray that beginning from this year, may he multiply you in every day. May you experience all-round multiplication. The first thing you need to note when all you have is multiply is you must not forget. Number one. When all you have is multiply, don't forget. Turn to your neighbor and say, don't forget. Don't forget your little beginnings. Don't forget it. Don't forget God who began with you. The Bible said, faithfully, he who has begun a good work, who also will do it. Don't forget it. There are people, when they are on the ground, they have one wife. When their company becomes enlarged and they can afford, they have multiple girlfriends. People easily forget when money enters their hands. Don't forget. You must not forget God you must not forget the church. Tell your neighbor and say, don't forget the church. In fact, David was speaking in Psalm 137, verse 5 to 6. Psalm 37, Psalm 137, verse 5 to 6. He said, if I forget you, O Jerusalem, let my right hand forget its care. He says, if I do not remember you, let my tongue cleave to the roof of my, my mouth. If I do not exalt Jerusalem above my chief jaw was talking about the church. So when all you have is multiplied, don't forget. Amen? Amen. May God give you grace to remember. Amen. I said, may God give you grace to remember. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. You must not forget God. You must not forget the people God used. You should not forget. The people God used are very important. You should not forget. You should not. Number two. When all you have is multiplied, don't be proud. Tell your neighbor, say, don't be proud. He said, when all you have is multiplied, then your heart is lifted. You are above correction. Nobody can speak into your life again. Who is pastor to call me to order? May you never get there. Let's see a scripture. Second Chronicles chapter 26. I think reading this 
will help you. Now all the people of Judah took Uzziah, who was 16 years old, and made him king instead of his father. Can you imagine somebody becomes a king over Israel when he's 16 years old? Look at what followed. And he did. No, let's go to verse 4 to 5. He did. Let's read it together. One go. According to all that his father Amaziah had done. Look at verse number 5. As long as he did what? Serve God. God made him prosper. May you never stop seeking God. I said, may you never stop seeking God. Verse 7 to 8. And God helped him. May God help us. Beginning from this time, fear God will help us. In the mighty name of Jesus. That God who has helped us for the past 10 years, he will help us much more. In the mighty name of Jesus. The God who has helped you up to this point, I see him helping you much more. Amen. Greater help is coming your way. Amen. For your children and for your family, help is coming your way. In the name of Jesus. Amen. The Bible said God helped him against the Philistines, against Arabians who live in Gabba, and against the Meunites. Also, the Ammonites brought tribute to Uzziah. His fame did what? I see your fame going very far. Amen. Your fame will go very, very far. Amen. He said, his fame spread as far as the entrance of Egypt, for he became exceedingly what? Strong. How did he become exceedingly strong? By the help of God. Do you see that? God helped him and he became exceedingly strong. So, having been helped by God, having become exceedingly strong, you would have thought that this guy will conduct himself in the most appropriate way. Look at what he says. The Bible said, and he made devices. Let's read it together. One go. He made devices in Jerusalem, invented by skillful men to be on the towers. Till he became strong. But look at the, the danger. Let's read it. But when he was strong, his heart was lifted to his, his destruction. For he transgressed against the Lord. When his heart, when he became strong, his heart was lifted up to his destruction. Pride brings destruction. Pride. No matter how high you go, God can bring you down to any level. Nebuchadnezzar went as becoming a lord over Babylon. But God brought him to the level of an animal. Pride. The Bible says, pride goeth before destruction and the haughty spirit before a fall. Proverbs of the 16 verse 18. Pride. And the word pride is, liftings will always come to a standstill. God cannot continue to lift a person who is proud. The higher you want to be lifted by God, the humbler you must become. The humbler you must what? Become. The humbler you must become. The humbler. Pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. There was one man God made king. One day he spoke. Everybody said, ah, this guy is not speaking like a man again. He's speaking like God. God said, well, if you want to be like me, there is only one of my kind. Uh-huh. So because you want to be like me, 
Satan wanted to be like me. He lost his place. You are on earth. You want to be like me. Worms will eat you up. And in an instant, the Bible said, Herod was eaten up by worms. May you not be eaten up by worms. Amen. There are people who are living physically alive, but spiritually they've been eaten up by worms. Their finances have been eaten up by worms. May that not be your testimony. Amen. I said, may that not be your testimony. Amen. Pride is dangerous because it denies you access to continual supply of grace. That's why it makes pride so dangerous. It denies you access to continual supply of grace. Now hear me. Anything you can ever become in the kingdom is a product of grace. It's a product of what? Anything. The Bible said, Apostle Paul was speaking. He said, I'm what I am by the grace of God. I am what I am by the grace of God. So take yourself, take the grace of God out of your life. Nothing will work. This church is as it is by the grace of God. It's not because of strategy. It's not because of skill. It's not because of somebody is good or somebody. It is all because of the grace of God. Can somebody give me an amen? amen? That's why we are where we are today and we are going where we are going tomorrow. Everything you can ever become is a product of the grace of God. And to enjoy continuous flow of grace, humility is important. The Bible says in James chapter 4, he says, but God giveth more grace. May you receive more grace. Amen. May you receive more grace. Amen. You see, one more grace is given to you. You may start as last, but you still become the first. Amen. Apostle Paul was the last of the apostles to be called. But he said, though I'm the least of all apostles, and I was not ready to be called an apostle, but by the grace of God, I am what I am. May the grace of God cause you to become something you can never be. Amen. By might or by power, may the grace of God come upon you. There are things when the grace of God comes upon you, it equips you to do. Your intelligence cannot do it. Your connections cannot do it. Your beauty cannot do it. But the grace of God makes it easy for you to accomplish it. I see grace coming upon you. Amen. I see grace coming upon you. Amen. First Peter, we are told that God resists the proud. He resists what? He resists the proud, but giveth grace to the humble. Number three. My last but one point. When all you have is multiplied, don't stop dreaming. Don't stop what? Dreaming. Don't stop dreaming. God works with dreamers. When all you have is multiplied, don't stop dreaming. Most of the time, we limit what God is said to do in our lives by the smallness of our vision. When you don't envision big, God cannot do great things with your life. The greater the vision, the greater the faith required. And the greater God becomes committed to you because he knows that the greater the vision, the greater shall be the glory to him. So it's always important that you keep dreaming. Dream. Dream. Joseph, I read, I like it. When the Bible says, and Joseph dreamed yet another dream. So when one dream seems to have come to pass, you have to dream another dream. When we were in the school, we were dreaming of moving to a place that is bigger. And we came here. But now we are dreaming another dream. Yeah. Praise God. We are dreaming a magnificent building to the glory of God. Amen. A building the kind of which is here to be built in the city. Amen. Can somebody give me an amen? amen? So you have to dream another dream. Why? Because God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all you can ask or think. 
As long as you live, don't stop dreaming. As long as you live, don't what? Stop dreaming. Keep on dreaming. Keep on dreaming. And then, finally, when all you have is multiplied, don't stop praising God. Don't stop what? Praising God. Don't stop. Never come to a place where you feel too big to dance. Where you feel too big to lift up your hands. When we come to church, we say, let's lift up our hands. After three seconds, some people, they bring their hands down. They are not mindful. They don't know that there are people in the hospital who have to be helped before their hands can be up. Yeah, they, 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 they are not conscious of it. They are so conscious of themselves that they lose their consciousness of God. It's risky. It's what? It's risky. The Bible says when all you have is multiplied. When you have eaten and you are full, you must bless God. Can you see that? Then when you have eaten and you are full, then you must bless God. But some people, when they are eating and they are full, that's when they begin to talk rubbish. And you have fun, sorry. Church is for lazy folks. How many of you have heard people make statements like that? All kinds of statements. Yeah. He said, when you have eaten your food, David said, I will bless the Lord at all times. And his praise shall continually be in my mouth. May the praise of God continually be in your mouth. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let's see David as we close. Second Samuel chapter 6 verse 20 to 23. What did David do? What did David do? Second Samuel chapter 6 verse 20 to 23. The New Living Translation. When David returned to bless his home, his family, his own family, Micah, the daughter of Saul, came out to meet him. She said in disgust, how distinguished the king of Israel looked today, shamelessly exposing himself to the seven girls like any vulgar person might do. David retorted to Micah, I was dancing before who? The Lord. Who chose me above your father and all his family? He appointed me as the leader of Israel, the people of the Lord. So I celebrate before God. Now look at verse number 23. Yes, and I am willing. May you always be willing. I said, may you always be willing. Now, if God knows that no matter how high he takes you, you will never mind lying prostrate in his church. Lifting up your hands and giving him thanks. He will keep on lifting you up. He said, yes, and I am more willing to look even more foolish than this. Even to be humiliated in my own eyes. But those seven girls you mentioned will indeed think I am distinguished. Verse 3. And look at what happened. He says, so Micah, the daughter of Saul, remained childless through her entire life. Can you see that? She was not doing it all. The people were doing it. She castigated them. And God brought the judgment of childlessness upon her. And all through scripture, the only person who was childless and remained childless without ever taking seed is this woman. All through scripture. Everyone that was barren at a point in scripture ended up with conception. But Micah, that was it. Praise God. That means she was never fruitful. Listen, there are things we do sometimes we don't understand. 
But you don't need to understand it. You just have to flow. Turn to your neighbor and say, flow. flow. Yeah. When you come to a spiritual atmosphere, we are praising God. Be careful what you say in your heart. Amen? Yeah. Yeah. Be careful. Be careful. Be careful. Because it's dangerous. Very dangerous. Micah spoke beyond the capacity of a tongue. And God dealt with her. I pray that in this season, a new spirit of praise will come upon your life. A new spirit of praise will come upon your life. In the name of Jesus. When people get promoted, one of the things that usually they become is they become very self-conscious. But when God lifts you up, you need to be more God-conscious. The thing that will provoke God is what you must be careful not to do. Not the thing that will make you look foolish before men. Please take note of what I'm saying. When God elevates you, be more God-conscious and less of self-conscious. Seek to do the things that will please God and make you look smart before God. And not the thing that will make you look distinguished or smart before people. Praise God. Why? Because promotion comes not from the east, not the west. God is the judge. He put down one and set it up another. I declare that this is your season of promotion. In the name of Jesus. In this season, every issue of concern is turned around. On this 10th anniversary Sunday, I declare that you are ushered into a new season. It's a season of joy. A season of laughter. A season of increase. A season of enlargement. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Every weeping and sorrow up to this point comes to an end today. You are ushered into the best of seasons. Welcome into your season of growth. Welcome into your season of enlargement. Welcome into your season of greatness. So it shall be in your life. Pastor Afuakwa has just placed in your hands the key for all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. To get a copy of other messages as well as books by Pastor Afuakwa, please call 020-422-5790 or 027-422-5790 or email us at faithhousechapel at yahoo.com Get interactive with Pastor Afuakwa on Facebook and Twitter. You can also visit our website www.faithhousechapel.com for any other information. Fellowship with us this and every Sunday for our two English services, 6.30 to 8 a.m. fair service, 8.30 to 10.30 a.m. second service, and on Tuesdays for our word encounter service, 6 to 8 p.m. at our church auditorium on the top floor of Nanaama Ejakuma Plaza opposite the Unity Oil Station Santase Runabout, Kumase Ghana. God richly bless you. In one word, one word.